What is the good word, everybody? This is your man's the one, and this is the state of basketball. Um, I think my partner will be along here shortly. Um, big store, you know, you know, it's Sunday, things happen, you know. So looks like it's gonna be me today. Um, I think he will join in a little bit later on. But hey, what's going on, everybody? Happy Sunday. Way to go. This is the one, the state of basketball. Looks like I'm in a new location, but I am not. I am actually downstairs. I didn't really feel like being in the office studio today doing the show. So I wanted to sit down here in the ambience of the kitchen living room area. So you see where I'll be at, where I'll be watching games and uh, all of that weird stuff. I think what we got here, uh, Kansas City and Green Bay is the game that we have on at this particular moment. I think in another room, we got the red zone and... The other row, I think we're getting ready for the Pacers. So um, it's always something going on around here. So hope everybody's having a good weekend so far. Um, what up, Matt? What's going on, buddy? Nice to see you hanging out with me today. Um, let's see. Yeah, uh, hope everybody's having a good weekend. Um, hope all your sports teams are doing well. I am obviously it's Sunday. I am rocking my Steelers gear. I'm head to toe, kind of weird, dressed like an old dad today, because you know the boy had a football game this morning at Long John's because it's cold in Indiana on a November morning. So had to do all that, and then had some things in and out of the house to do for chores. With a nice sixty degree day, but you still need Long John's in Indiana. So that's why I'm dressed like a ultimate seventy sports dad. But the Steelers play tomorrow. But today is the state of basketball. And make sure you check out some of our great partners. Um, Karma Coin, make sure you check those guys out who give out elite supercars. Uh, check them out. Uh, our good friend Michael Hanowski and Reggie Hammond. They'll get you all uh, knows what's going on good with the, uh, the Bitcoins uh, phenomenon that's happening right now. Um, if you're looking to incre increase your body performance, make sure you check out our good friends over at Elite Performance. I know they got new things going on now in a new facility. Uh, the wife and I were talking about yoga the other day, and I know they do yoga on Mondays. It's hard, man, when y'all put that stuff for the guy who loves sports on Monday nights. <laughs> I love it. Uh, but anyway, um, something that the wife and I might think about joining uh, at the turn of the year since we are trying to make our 40s look gravy. So, um, and then who else are we looking out for? We are looking out for Rogue Energy Drink. Make sure if you hit that promo code BW Sports one uh, and you'll get, um, get a little discount. I think this one's 20 something. I don't know. And be, um, be lit organics and the finders, the fighters friend. Check out all those, uh, Good friends of ours, you got to stay in your shirt. How about them Cowboys? <laughs> That's all I got to say. Love you, bro. I hope your um your birthday went well. Uh, what are you now? 28, 29, something like that. I, I keep forgetting, you know. I mean, I think you were born in this century, you know. <laughs> uh, let's see. Yeah, let's see. All right, so we are here. Talking about some basketball. Uh-oh, I'm sure that's Mr. Racker is in it. We'll go with that. <laughs> so where are we at? Where are we at? 32 somewhere up there? Uh, okay. 
Uh, let's see, back to here. Um, okay, what we all came here today to talk about was basketball. Um, NBA has been going, you know, I think we're on uh, week three of the power rankings that we've had changes uh, throughout the the, um, the rankings. I don't think we've had the same rankings since the first week um, of, of when they started doing it. You know, everybody's been a different number one. <clears throat> I think when I last checked before going into this weekend, <clears throat> 33. Nice. Larry Bird, great number. Um, Kareem Abdul-Jabbar, great number. And also Mackenzie Renee Thomas, number 33, Carmel Jr., excellent player. Check her out. Uh, might know a little bit about it, might not. Just saying, great number. But anyway, uh, <laughs> I shameless plug for Carmel basketball. I apologize. But um, uh, so we're sitting here. Uh, what are we talking about? I'll look here. Um, I forgot that quick. I don't know. The power rankings. That was it. Um, I think there's a new number one. Uh, the Jazz. I think the Jazz are sitting at the top right now. I'm still trying to figure out why the Lakers are still in that power, that top 10. I'm not really sure, but eventually they'll figure it out. I don't know. Um, might talk about them a little bit. We might not. Uh, but I know the age is definitely making uh, making this ugly head render right now with them. With you know, you got um, LeBron already out with some. I mean, and I agree with somebody said that you know when you get old, you know you're getting old when you just just wake up and you got new new muscle pulls. Like you get out of the board, like your knee didn't hurt when you went to sleep, but then when you get up, your knee hurt. <laughs> Or you got this pain in the side. So, yeah, he's just going to start having random injuries. So, um, I think this team is built for the playoffs, not so much the regular season, but they got to get to the playoffs. But uh, so, you got NBA going on. Um, I guess we can dive into a little NCAA talk right now since uh, we have been seeing some um, kind of preseason type games, you know, where, you know, schools play like Division twos. Or some of these little, little all-star teams type things that they put together from uh, around the neighborhoods, or you know, ex-athlete teams that they put together, something like that, um, happening in the last week. Um, the season kicks off Tuesday. Um, I guess I should have um, looked to see in what games is going on. I think there are some good games. I think you got the Champions Classic that's popping off. I think you got Duke, uh, Michigan State. Not saying they're playing each other, but I think they're playing there. I think it's Texas and Michigan State, Duke and somebody. I can't quite sure, but I think it's one of those things popping off. Um, speaking of Duke, you know, is uh, Coach K's last year. Um, he's retiring this year, you know, after being on the sidelines of Duke for shit. I mean, pretty much my whole basketball life, you know what I mean? When I started paying attention to college basketball, you know, in my, my let's say, early, early sing, uh, double digits, you know, uh, so around 11, 12, when you start paying attention to college stuff, you know, he's always been on the sideline. So, and then here with me being, you know, 47 and this guy's just now stepping away and having such a successful program, you know, it's going to be odd next year to see somebody else um, uh, coaching uh, the University of Duke, you know, kind of way you felt, you did, you, you almost felt that way once uh, Dean Smith left um, for, from North Carolina 
when those particular people took, when I had all those coaches come over in, it just never had the right feel, even though they did win um, national championships until Roy Williams came to um, um, Notre, uh, Notre Dame, ridiculous, North Carolina. Um, you had that same kind of feel um, that you're getting now when Roy stepped away at the end of the season and you have Hubert Davis uh, jumping in, uh, taking the reins with North Carolina. Um, I think he started off well until he had to, um, you know, tell us, tell everybody how proud he was, you know, that his wife was white. I mean, I didn't really know what the, what that was about. You know, that was right in the middle of all the, the very tense um, racial divides that we were having through an intense global uh, pandemic. So all those things combined, people were not thinking correctly, but I think Hubert's a good, a good, good coach. He's been sitting um, on that sideline, waiting his turn to be there. Uh, where everybody knew he was the heir apparent coming after Roy Williams. So we'll like to see what this new look uh, North Carolina um, is going to be. You know what I'm saying? You obviously, North Carolina has staples that pass through uh, coaches throughout that you always notice you don't get like that uh, that trail lob or that trail three that they run. So um, look to see that. You know, HGC is going to be pretty tough this year. Um, I'm looking, you know, where I, where my li uh, allegiance lies. I mean, I'm, I'm go blue all day. You know what I mean? If it's basketball, if it's football, if it's softball, if it's gymnastics, if it's wrestling, I'm all in. So obviously the, uh, six ranked, uh, preseason ranked, uh, Michigan Wolverines, you know, the big 10 hasn't had a national champion in quite a while. So I think Michigan state was the last one. And I think that's, that's been, um, at least 10. So, um, if we could, you know, see if there's a team that's capable of out of the Big Ten that is um, national championship worthy, you know, I mean, you top of that uh, top of that that list has to be the Michigan Wolverines with John Howard, you know, returning. I think what is is um, I think he's returning like eight upperclassmen, you know, between juniors and seniors, you know, and then you got some exciting guys coming in. It was a really um, a really good recruiting class. For the Wolverines over the summer coming in, I think they were uh, the top five of recruiting when it comes into that. You know, who would want to play for uh, Jawan Howard? You know, I mean, a five five guy, a guy who's played in the NBA. He's got championships in the NBA. He's been uh, played with some of the best, some of the against the best. He's got a great mind for coaching. And you step right in um, following John Beeline and continuing the pattern and improving on it. So he's got a good younger boys. He's got both of his boys that are playing, that are going to be playing for him. So we'll see how this goes. I think they 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 sit at the top first, um, and then you have um, I think Purdue will probably be your next pick um, coming in with a well balanced team, a, a, a good solid team coming back. But I think the um, out of the Big Ten, I think the the question mark team that everybody is looking forward to trying to see if this is the missing piece to bring Indiana basketball back to where. Um, it should be. And I'm not talking about Indiana basketball as a state. I'm talking about Indiana basketball as a college, Indiana University. Um, I know since Bob Knight is um, has been gone, they flirted a little bit with good teams. But I've always said that program is cursed until they rectify uh, the demons of that. And you can start to see some of that happen with some of the people that they're bringing back um, to try to revive this program. You know, Mike Wixon, I think he's going to be a great, great fit. Um, for Indiana basketball, for one, he's from Indiana. He knows uh, being meaning that he's from Indiana area. You know, I think he's from here in Indianapolis. 
I, I'm not, I don't want to call you wrong. I think he's born central, but I could be wrong on that one. Uh, but we know he's from the city. So he's going to be able to recruit young men from this area. And that's what you need to do, you know, for a college like that. You need to recruit locally. I know Purdue's been able to withstand, but they never, they haven't been able to get those upper four stars and those five star athletes to stay there. You know, Notre Dame had them a little bit, but not so much. So you're still looking for IU to uh, come back with that power in, in basketball. So uh, we'll see if Mike Wilson can do that. I do. I did see that Bob Knight was at practice last week. So not a big deal made of it, but, you know, I kind of, you know, tinker around a little bit in some of the backyard news. But he was at practice last week. So who knows? There might be some steps for getting some things happening there in IU. Would like to see it be Coach Knight's court, but, you know, we do what we do. And steal a glass to you. Cheers on a Sunday. Uh, so what else do we um, we got here as I fingerprint through my uh, Google Pixel 6, which I was extremely happy if you follow me on Twitter. I was all about my Pixel 6. It is the most amazing phone, the most amazing camera. I recorded the Carmel Girls basketball game. On Saturday, and it is cluster queer. I can't wait to make these highlight films for the girl, get them ready for these recruiting coaches. It's gonna be a good year. But anyway, so we moving on. Um, let's see anything else in college that we're really, really, really looking forward to. Um, let's see, we got Coach Cud, Hubert Davis, uh Juwan Howard. Okay, yeah, that's all that we got for college. So obviously that's going to pick up coming into next weekend when we uh, do next weekend's um, episode. So I think it'll be 35. This is episode 34. So a college of it, we've got a full week in of some fabulous games. So we'll be able to really give you some insight on the college game uh, next week. But uh, right now the NBA is real popping um let's see why don't we before we jump into the nba let's go ahead and give you guys some visual on what we've been talking about over there at elite performance and our good man zach making it happen captain maybe if i can find the right commercial there we go Welcome back. This is your man's one. This is the state of basketball. As you can see, our good friend Zach over at Elite Performance is knocking it out the park, getting everybody in the great shape. If y'all guys have seen how skinny old Dan is looking, y'all be absolutely knocking down his door to get at him. Uh, just to let you guys know, we are sitting in the back half of From the NBA Elbow, brought to you by Rogue Energy. Uh, drink mix when you order make sure you use the bw sports one promo code to get 10 percent off your next 
purchase. Man, I had some of that stuff that's pretty good. I'm telling you, the milkshake one was better than I anticipated. So I probably need to get on there and uh, get me some more order myself uh, since I am doing nothing with my physical because I got a dad vibe and I don't care. <laughs> I've accepted it. I'm damn near 50. I've dumped on plenty of people. I am good. So we'll take that away from it. All right. So uh, we are going to move on and get into some NBA right now. Let's turn around and see what we're looking at. Uh, I think it was the, the Caesars commercial, but I think um, Kansas City is up seven. I think Green Bay just missed a um, a field goal. So, um, oh, Aaron Rodgers, boy, that's my guy. <laughs> oh, I'm just going to laugh so hard because that dude is funny, but he's funny. <laughs> um, all right, so NBA. Hey, this is funny. Um, make sure you guys check out uh, this part. Is it funny? Make sure you guys check out the lion over at the combat zone. Um, I know they had some bare knuckle fights last night. Uh, UFC 68 was absolutely fantastic last night. You got Thug Rose retaining her bout, going five rounds with the Chinese monster, uh, Zhang Chao Wu. Um, I completely butchered that woman's name. So it, it doesn't matter, but you know what I was talking about. Um, you had Usman uh, uh, defend his belt against Covington. So there was great fights on. So it was awesome. You had uh, Canelo Alvarez uh, re, um, unifying. I think he's got, what, six belts now? I mean, ridiculous. So um, check out DeLion over there and get into those things, um, see what he's got, his breakdown of that is. And the reason why I say that and lead you into that is because ex-NBA player Darren Williams, you remember Darren Williams, the dude with the, had to the, had the play for Utah and had the real dyed jet black hair, you know what I'm saying, from Chicago, went to Illinois. I think it was a, the first good team from Illinois since Kendall DeGill. Now I think it was Darren Williams. They had a little, another little guard, I think last name was Ford. Maybe, but those guys can hoop. They they tore up the Big Ten. But Darren Williams um, has money. He's obviously been training in mixed martial arts since he's been out of the league, and he's got money into a mixed martial arts gym. One of I guess one of the more popular ones. So he's really into the sport. So he is actually going to be fighting on the the Paul um, Fury underfight. Uh, one of the Paul brothers. Uh, will be fighting Tyson Fury's brother. I think his name is Tommy. So you'll have that card, and I think Darren Williams is going to be fighting on that undercard. We do not know yet who his opponent is going to be, but we do know that he is going to fight. Um, hopefully it's not Nate Robinson, but, you know, we will live. <clears throat> I didn't think if there was any beef. <clears throat> I think his name started with an S, Shakir Ford or Shamir Ford. I don't know. I'll figure it out. It'll pop to me at some point in time, like when we're off the show. But um, so we jump into the NBA on after that thought. So um, you said we obviously we got some more owners in trouble um, in the NBA for uh, being, I mean, basically dicks, so to speak. You got the guy from Phoenix who um, is that had an article about he has 70 employees interview. And I mean, I think one of them had, you know, something positive to say. And you know, who knows what that was. It was probably uh, your version of Mon Monica Lewinsky in your office. But 
I mean, you got issues going on with there. And I just heard that there was another one just pop up on the back end. I think it's Portland. I think that's the next one that's going out. Man, they're coming after this old, this old, well, I don't want to say Southern, this old plantation-minded and old money. You know what I mean? They're coming after it, and they're trying to shut all this stuff down. You know what I mean? You, you just can't talk and treat people the way that um, – some of these some of these owners do so i mean it's trying to get rid of that good old boy that good old boy mentality and you know what i mean when it comes to minorities when it comes to uh women you know you know they're going after you you know I me mean? so um i mean put it on warning you know what i mean for all this old money who don't want to accept change and embrace the future of our country and our planet you got to get on board so um that's that Let's see who is up next. We talk about Darren Williams. Hey, we probably got to address this issue going on in Boston. We, I'd like to hear what Big Storm has to say about these people in Boston. You know what I'm saying? I think Jason Tatum is averaging damn near under 15 points a game, and he is a stud. Uh, Jalen Brown has increased some of his offensive production, but it has not um, equated into wins, so to speak. I know they did pull off a good one the other night, but for the, I mean, for the start of the season for the talent, I mean, I knew they was going to be struggling on the inside uh, with the bigs and things, but I figured, you know, the, the smart defense, um, the Tatum offense and defense, Jalen Brown offense and defense, they'd be able to compete in some games. I mean, you got players. I mean, I don't know how you guys feel. Um, how do you feel about players calling out other players in the media? You know, I mean, if you're the leader of the team and no matter what happens when you hit the floor and you back up all your shit, you might be, you know, one of few people who can call other players out um, in the media or on public. But me, I've always been a person you handle your stuff internal. If you got a beef or issue with how things are being run or read as a team, stand for it, go to your team, go to your coach, handle that shit inside. Because once you hit the media, man, and the people get a hold of it, it's just never good. It just never ends bad because a lot of stuff gets clipped in and clipped out and you don't get to really understand, regardless if you're saying things right. You know what I mean? Yeah, Jason Tatum and uh, Jalen Brown need to understand how to use their team a little more. You know what I mean? The more you use the team, the easier shots you get. You know what I mean? The more you, the more you give confidence into your team and let them do some things, you know what I'm saying, it'll be easier for you to get your work in because they can't come off them so much. But on the flip side, those guys in the, in, on the side, you got to be ready. You know what I mean? Marcus Smart, you can't talk about uh, them not passing the ball, but when you're getting the ball in the corner and you got wide open shots, you don't make shots. You know what I'm saying? But then again, they got you doing – you got to go to coaching on that because they got you doing something that you weren't doing. I mean, you weren't ever a shooter. You wasn't that guy who like, hey, man, we need to get out here and guard him. Like if you gave Marcus Smart 10 open threes, I guarantee you he's missing seven. You know what I'm saying? It's just it's just like that. But so maybe that's good defense forcing him to do something I want to do. You know, I know he complained about, but he's a playmaker. You know what I mean? The guy's a playmaker. He he if he's not being able to make plays, he's kind of almost useless. You know what I'm saying? He he's 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 a bulldog, he's a pit bull, he gets into people, he can get in the lane, he can make shots in the lane, and he can create. But if he's not being able to do that because you got uh two guys that's following the James Harden. Uh, Houston Rockets philosophy and dribble, 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 step back, slide, step, go to the rack. 
you know, and pray that they get a foul, you know what I'm saying? So you're going to have issues. So um, I think that's something that, you know, that can be corrected because it wasn't like they was really going after each other. You know, when you're losing games, you want to win. When you lose the games, you get frustrated and then, um, you know, you break character a little bit. So um, I think they'll get that shit under order. I think they're going to have to, you know, play around with uh, with the trade market to get some bigs in there to help out because uh, you can't keep playing Jason Tatum at the four. That's just that's just not a good thing. And then you got to look at it. Jason Tatum's probably tired. You know, I mean, um, Boston did make the play. Ooh, yeah, Boston did make the playoffs. He did play in the Olympics. And now he's back in the season. He's probably tired, but I say he'll probably pick his thing up. Just let him get a couple, couple, a couple more weeks in, and I think it'll be good. Um, how long can the Hornets sustain being the highest, highest scoring team in the league? Very exciting. A uh, little ball and a little boy from Michigan State. You know, uh, Miles Bridges. I think they're they're playing great basketball. Um, ball. I mean, you can say whatever you say about the daddy. He did get you know two out of three sons in the league. <laughs> two out of three sons in the top five of the draft. You know what I mean? So uh, we can't really, really knock him there. You know what I mean? If he is an exploitation, that's a different, different story. But at this point, you know what I mean, who doesn't, you know what I'm saying? You might not intentionally do it. You might not, you know, be aware that you're doing it, but you know, if we all do it, you know what I mean? We, we put them out there like that. We put them out there. So these colleges can look at them to give them full ride scholarship, but we are, you know what I mean? It's, it's not, you know, so much, you know, pimping tree, but it, it pretty much is, you know, it's kind of, you go back in the olden days when they, you know, will, will barter off, <laughs> off their kids or you can go, you know, when the parents now, the mama say, go, go get you a good, you know what I'm saying? Never mind. That's a whole other conversation. Let me stop that. Uh, so how long can the Hornets sustain um, scoring at this level? Um, I think it's earlier in the season. You know, they're playing really good basketball, but I, did, I didn't, you know, feel they would be, um, you know, in that top part of the East. I think they were probably going to be somewhere in that playoff run. If they were going to make that top six, it would be six, but they were going to be in that in that end plan or the playoff, uh, whatever the hell they do at the end of the year, the new thing they do. Um, so the play-in tournament, that's it. Wow, got it. So um, we'll deal with that. Uh, lost my train of thought. Let me pull back my notes. It happens, man. HDADDCB is real. Um, yeah, with a and then in, in the league that they play in. So I think, um, they can put up points. I think they'll continue to put up points. They're an up and down team. But as the season goes along, teams will start to, um, start to, you know, get their legs and get their. Getting, get the playoff runs in, and they'll start to lean on them. We'll see how much they can be able to adjust when the other teams start to adjust to them getting up and down the floor. So, um, and then again, they haven't really played a, a, a terribly difficult schedule either. So, um, can they keep it up? We'll see. You know, playing teams like Miami a lot, highly um, efficient defensive teams that are in the uh, the East. We'll we'll see. I don't think so, but you know, they are exciting to watch. A lot of lobs. Um, and things of that nature. So um, that's pretty cool. Uh, let's see. Harding. I guess we can talk about the new rule change a little bit. Um, I just say poor guy. You know what I mean? He's having such a hard time, you know, 
getting this figured out. I know they keep talking about, you know, people don't, you know, he did come off an injury, you know, with the hamstring and he didn't get to rehab. Man, come on, man. I'm, that's not what I'm hearing. That's not what I see on the floor. I see a guy on the floor that is having issues adjusting to something that made him get half of his points. You know what I mean? I just say, you know, there was, they, there was three names that they wanted to point out when they um, addressed his rule, James Harden, Steph Curry, and, or excuse me, Stephen Curry, and um, little baby here, boy out of Atlanta, uh, Trey Young. Uh, they wanted to address those. But from what I've seen these first three weeks, the only person complaining about these calls, these particular calls, now the refs have been calling some, some it's been some real physical play. It almost kind of reminds you a little bit of the, of the late 80s going into the 90s on a couple of these games. It's been a little physical play. Doesn't bother me none. But this particular play of contorting your body after a person has left the air to a draw a foul, you know what I mean? Uh, 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 Unshot-related motion, basically. So the only person that we've been hearing complaining about this is Harding and his camp. We haven't heard anything from Steph. You know, they're 8-1. You know, we haven't heard anything from Steph. We actually heard things from his team, Draymond Green, saying, oh, it is great to see these non-bullshit calls not being called. It's great. And even with one of his guys being named in that, you know, Trey Young, he just gets beats up a lot, you know, and then he takes a lot of bad shots. So he's not getting rewarded as he used to, but he's not complaining about it. He's trying to make the adjustments. Steph Curry has made the adjustments. We just need to see James Harden make the adjustments. Stop having the media cry to it about, you know I mean? Skill right, somebody works hard. No, you felt like Big Morris said, you found a way to manipulate a rule, and now the rule has been changed to create, create uh, uh, correct your manipulation of it. Everybody else has figured it out. Why can't you figure it out? Kind of along the same lines in the NFL when they changed um, how you hit people. You know what I'm saying? Touching that money. Then they start to figure it out. And I'm so glad that the Philadelphia 76ers have um, restarted finding Ben Simmons. He found a loophole to uh, continue to get paid and still bully his way out of a contract that he signed to play, to do a job. Um, so they're fed up, you know, they, you, we acknowledge, they acknowledged all of your mental woes that you talked about. Here's what we need to do to get it fixed. They gave you all the tools. You denied all the tools. You said you was working with an independent doctor, but you don't give the information. You don't do anything. You're intentionally sabotaging this team and way to go. Joel B for keeping your team ready to play. You got all these guys contributing. It's not completely solely on you and Tobias Harris. You got Danny Green hitting threes in the corner. You got uh, Seth Lil Curry. You got him out here, you know, getting up 15 points a game. You got the little dude, Maxie, who just lightened it up in the playoffs last year. You got him getting around 15 points a game. You know, but you got guys contributing. So, really, this, this standoff for Ben Simmons is only hurting him. Because as long as Philly continues to win, I think they're on top of the East right now, if I'm not mistaken. But as long as Philly continues to win, 
this continues to make Ben Simmons look further and further like a bad teammate. Well, we already knew that, by the way. So um, I like the approach that Joel Embiid is taking with this team, and they have followed his lead, and they're not putting up with that. So um, back to the the Harding thing, I think he'll figure it out. I think he'll get the adjustment, and you know, he'll make the plays that he needs to make. But um, I don't look for that team to, to, to lean on him to be the leader anyway. I'm going after the guy who's the best player on the planet. Kevin Durant, you know what I mean? It just is what it is. I do love to watch Giannis compete, uh, but the best player on the planet is Kevin Durant. And three and a half inches more, we just saw him in the finals. <laughs> just saying. But, um, yeah, as I look through the notes, I think that's pretty much all that I got. So, um, yeah, I think it's time to get back to – to uh football yeah trying to get back to football but there is some basketball on today um i think i posted my picks earlier for today's wins i know pacers play here um here at six o'clock not gonna really conflict a whole lot of football because steelers play tomorrow night we scrub up the bears you know it's not talking like we're a great team but it's the bears and their coach is magnaggy so if you check this out on wednesday nights for uh, Dukes of football, you've heard like us and everybody else talk about the, the, the despicableness of Matt Nagy. So I think we're doing it a, a pretty good job. Um, and then the coach played on Thursday night. So there you have it. It's wide open for basketball for me. So you know what? I think I might just uh, go ahead and plug in the the uh, league pass and uh, let it go. Just you know, loop it up. Because I got to get ready for Little League Basketball. The boy plays next week. So um, that is it for the State of Basketball episode 34. If you're looking to do any lovely work with us, um, voiceovers, videos, anything, holler at us. Info.bwsports1 at gmail.com. Or you could check out the website and see what the hap hap happiness is with everything we got going on. BWSports1 at .com. That is not correct. It's BWSports1.com. There you go. He's retarded. So, oh, I can't use that. They were, see, I'm old. I keep using stuff that I can't say no more. You can't say that. But I need at least 100,000 people to follow before I could even get in trouble for that. So, <laughs> I'm still a big fish in a small pond that's just a puddle on the road. It makes zero sense. Sorry, but that's what it is. Check us out, bwsports1.com, info at bwsports1 at gmail.com. Just holler at us. You can DM us on Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, TikTok. TikTok. I mean, I just downloaded it, so I don't feel like I'm like that all in on it. I'm still lost. I'm still hitting the wrong button. It is what it is. But um, I'll see you guys um, next week. Make sure you check all our shows out. We got uh, Super Kicking It with Steven. Him and Greg, we're on the day. Uh, make sure you check out uh, The Lion and myself for Dukes of Football. Uh, Big Storm and myself for here at uh, State of Basketball. Check out Monica building up your brain power on Tuesday Tuesday afternoons. And the scary clown checkers, Tommy Records. Happy birthday, bro. He's up on Sunday. So 
check out, hit us up. We got you. Um, enough babbling. I'm leaving. I got to go. My toenails need clipped.